Good morning, traders. Welcome to today's Outlier Live, where we cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data has to say about it. Our top story of the day is the U.S. government is spending our way into such debt that honestly, there's probably no chance we're ever going to be able to get out of it. And our second story of the day is not only are electric vehicles, well, not only are cars going electric, I should say, but also restaurants as well. And I don't think everybody's looking forward to that. Tune in for all that and more on today's Outlier Live. All right, let me continue to click a couple buttons here. Give me a second. There we go. Oops, all. Boom, rock and roll. The U.S. National Debt Tracker, as of January 19th, Let's see just what the debt is today. It's it, the, the US government is spending so much money that they're basically trying to bankrupt the company in record time. The US National Debt Tracker as of January 19th, 34 trillion, 660 billion, 163 million, 40730 dollars and growing rapidly. If they can't keep this, if they can't fix this, there's nowhere for the U.S., uh, for the United States to go except into bankruptcy. In fact, um, I think there's an old adage where it talks about people who um, basically put themselves in so much debt that they had to declare bankruptcy. And they said, how did this happen? And they said, well, it happened little by little and then all at once. And if you look at this chart on how much debt that the United States has, it kind of looks that way. Little by little, and then all at once. It's like a vertical line at this point. And you know, every time we turn around, it seems like they're they're having some sort of uh, contrition about the uh, the national debt ceiling, right? That they're they're going to have a government shutdown because of the debt ceiling. The disappointing, the disgusting, the frustrating part about this is that they actually don't seem to have a plan. I think the actual plan for the politicians is to just spend and kick the can down the, the line, let the next generation of politicians deal with this, let the next generation of taxpayers deal with this, let the next generation of voters deal with this. I honestly don't think that they have a plan to solve this at all. We're talking $34 trillion. And when this article was written, it says that's up $9 billion from the prior day. $9 billion a day or more. U.S. national debt is climbing at, a, climbing at a rapid pace and shows no sign of slowing down. Hey, if you're just tuning in, my name is Christopher Ewell. We cover the biggest headlines of the day and what the AI trading data has to say about it. And if you're interested in that, too, be sure to definitely hit the subscribe button down below and start trading with the world's best AI stock trading assistant today, head to ovtlyr.com to see why outliers win. All right, let's take a look here. The unrelenting increase is what's prompting Fitch ratings to issue a surprise downgrade of the long-term national debt in mid-2023. The agency cut the U.S. debt by one notch, snatching away the pristine AAA rating in exchange for AA+. In making the decision, Fitch cited alarms over the country's deteriorating finances and expressed concerns over the government's ability to address the ballooning debt burden amid sharp political divisions. 
basically what we're saying here, right? There's this rating agency, Fitch, has decided there's no plan. There's no politicians that are actually showing any sort of resolution to this. Every time there's a government shutdown, it's usually about the debt ceiling, which they just make higher. So every time I see the news for a government shutdown, I'm like, what's the point? They're just going to raise the debt ceiling. The problem is the fact that to service this debt, to pay the interest on this debt, it's astronomically high. And when interest rates are continuing to go up, we're making it more expensive on ourselves, right? This is a warning shot across the bow that it needs to right its fiscal ship. And this is coming from a uh, economist at the University of Central Florida. You can't just spend trillions of dollars more than you have revenue every year and expect no ill consequences. You can't just expect to spend everything and have no consequences for it, right? It's like if you gave a teenager a credit card and said, this is only for emergencies. And then they're like, mm, I don't know, this bag of chips, that, that's an emergency. Oh, this PS5, that's an emergency. Oh, this $80 PlayStation game, that's an emergency. Oh, I need to buy a tank of gas for me and my three buddies. That's definitely an emergency. And then when you have not enough income coming in and then these expenses growing rapidly, what do you expect? What do you expect? Brian says, good morning. Brian, good morning to you. Thanks for watching live. Politicians don't resolve anything. Brian, at least these politicians right now, they have they have no plans to resolve anything. They just they see that line go up and they're like, let's make it go up further. How high can we make that line go up? Right. The America's fiscal outlook is more dangerous and daunting than ever, threatening our economy and the next generation. This is the CEO of Peter G. Peterson Foundation. Uh, which advocates for reducing the federal debt. Who could who who would ever go without advocating for a reduction of federal debt? Right. This is not the future any of us want, and there's no way, and that is no way to run a great nation like ours. And who owns this national debt? The federal government owns a lot of it. Federal Reserve and the government accounts is 12.3-ish trillion dollars. U.S. savings bonds count for 160 billion. Pension funds, about 1.2 billion or 1.2 trillion. We've got other, probably China, 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 about uh, 3 trillion. And oh, there's foreign. Not nah, okay. So, so China doesn't fall into the uh, other, it falls into the foreign of 7. Point, uh, let's call it 7.5 trillion dollars going to places like China and others, right? Of course, I'm doing a Trump impression. Surely you get that. And, and the frustrating thing here is that while the debt has been a source of concern, like how worried should we actually be about the rapid pace of uh, the, the borrowings growing, the borrowings growing? A nation saddled with debt will have less to invest in its own future. And I think we're seeing that play out now, right? We aren't seeing um, this incredible economic prosperity, right? The, the, the White House, those in charge want to tell you everything is awesome. Everything is awesome from Lego, the Lego movie, right? But that's not the case. People are fighting every single day just to put groceries on the table. People are losing their their full time jobs because um, employers are not able to pay the employees as much because all their other costs have gone up due to inflation. And so those employees that used to have one full time job are now taking two or three 
part-time jobs just to cover their expenses. So yeah, there is a huge problem right now. In fact, 57% of Americans think that reducing the budget deficit should be a top priority this year. That's up just from 45% just the last year. So there is so much going on out there with not only inflation, not only interest rates, but the U.S. national debt's just skyrocketing out of control. And who's going to pay for that? You're going to pay for that with your taxes. So let's take a look at Intuit, the makers of TurboTax, and what do they have to say about their AI stock trading signals? In fact, we got a sell signal back on December 11th on Intuit. And you can see if you had followed these signals here, there's a 47.61% historical return, which is outstanding. So if you want to get your hands on these outstanding returns and get probably the best deal that will ever be offered for this AI stock trading assistant, head to ovtlyrdeal.com right now to get access, lifetime access to Outlier for one single payment. Now let's take a look at what the internet has to say about this, right? The US national debt crosses $34 trillion. That's $102,719 for every single person in America. Yo, that's what I said when I saw that, right? Thanks for watching. Brian says the White House knows most Americans don't read and only listen to sound bites to get their information. So, Brian, I'm doing my best to make a couple sound bites that are worth listening to. Uh, this person says, F, I really need to upgrade, update the meme again because we're now at 34 trillion. And this is Spider Man here, right? The people who are 30 trillion dollars in debt are giving you a credit score. Now, that is a very, very sobering point right here. Not only are vehicles going electric, right? I drive a Tesla Model Y. I love that car. In fact, my uh, my oldest son this weekend, he's like, Dad, what do you think about this car, right? What, what's your actual opinion on it? And I was like, listen, this is the best car I've ever owned. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. It is so smooth. It is so fast. It is so quiet. It is such a joy to own. Plus, as a Tesla owner, I can start the car. I can start the AC from anywhere in the world. I can have the car heat up in my garage before we jump out into it. And 
You know, I saw these stories over the last week about all these uh, cars running out of battery. And um, I think that really is a testament to if you own an electric car, you kind of need to own know what you're owning, right? Kind of like a stock, right? If you own a stock, you should know what you own. If you own an electric car, you should know what you own. Uh, I was driving in the car probably 200 plus miles this weekend. And yes, it did have uh, less range than before, but not a lot. I mean, maybe 10, 20, maybe 10, 15% more uh, consumption usage on the electricity than it had been. But overall, it was okay. Brian's asking, how to do during the cold snap? It's done fine. I mean, we've been between nine degrees and 34 degrees over the last couple of weeks. And uh, usually we get around 300 watt hours per mile. And this weekend we were getting about 327 watt hours per mile. So what is that? 10% more usage, more uh 10% less range is what it is, man. I mean, that's just what you, you got to know. You got to plan for it. At least that's how I look at it, right? But not only are our vehicles going electric, but the Biden administration wants to push electric uh, stovetops and electric appliances into the restaurant industry. Now, I don't really care one way or another. I, uh, I am a microwave kind of guy myself. <laughs> My wife is... An amazing cook. In fact, um, she and I started dating two months into when I started college. So I've, I've been with her for 19 years at this point. And uh, what, what hooked me over with her was her cherry pies. She would make me cherry pies and um, I could smell the cherry pie coming in. Every time she wanted to have me over, she'd be like, Chris, I made you something. I'm like, what'd you make me? She's like, I made you cherry pie. I'll be right there. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm not one to really complain one way or the other about um, electric or gas. I don't really pay attention to it, but a lot of people do, right? Uh, Bar Rescue executive producer John Taffer is sounding the alarm on political industry switch from gas to electric stoves that could pose a massive challenge to restaurants. Uh, S-Type says, do you drive an S-Type? I don't know, maybe. They're trying to phase out pizza ovens in NYC. Brian says, electric cooked oatmeal may be for him. Guess how people with no power heat their homes in a power outage? Gas stoves. Well said, my friend. Yeah, at our house now, we have uh, we have gas ovens and gas stove, but we have gas, um, what do we have? We have gas water heaters, but we do have an electric dryer. So most of our house is on gas uh, at this point, but I don't know, man. As long as the knob turns, I'm good for it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very ignorant to the, to the conversation here, honestly. Uh, this person's appearance on Varney and Co. explained that not only is it a regulatory issue, it's a massive investment for all of these restaurants, but it proves why this year's presidential electric uh, ele presidential election means something. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission was considering a ban on gas stoves because the appliances can emit pollutants that cause respiratory and health issues. We know that if Trump comes in. And his and he's regulatory. This is clearly a typo. We know if Trump comes in and his regulatory issues with no with regard to no gas in our kitchens and all of these regulatory issues are haunting us. To tell you the truth, they would disappear if Trump becomes president. Well, there's clearly some typos here. What they're trying to say is if Biden and his administration who want to stick their hands into every little thing, I'm all about freedom. I tell people all the time, I don't vote on a political party. I vote on two things. Number one, less taxes. I never want to pay 
as much taxes as I have to. I want to find every tax loophole legally that I can. I want to skirt that line and still be on the right side of a jail cell. <laughs> but two, I want less government. I want more freedom. Don't tell me what I can and cannot do in my own kitchen. If I want to have a gas stove, by God, let me just have a gas stove. If I want to smoke cigarettes, by God, let me smoke cigarettes, right? Don't come in and force me to change and lose that freedom, that ounce of freedom that I want to have for this particular thing. Now, I don't actually smoke, but that's just a, a thing that I wanted to, to compare that to, right? The restaurant industry is still reeling from high prices due to inflation and the fallout of employees working from home. Dude, that, I think that honestly is the biggest thing. We talked about a story last week where a restaurant was charging $16 for BLT. $16 for a couple slices of bacon, maybe a slather of mayonnaise, a, a half of a cent sheet of lettuce, and a slice of tomato. $16. But this uh, this restaurant owner was talking about the fact that there's there's no possible way he can keep the doors open unless he charges that much. And even then, he's got to sell like 47,000 sandwiches a month. And that's even a stretch because so many people working from home are no longer going out and buying their lunches. I've never been a guy. So when I worked in the office, I never went to lunch um, on a daily basis, but there were lots of people who did, right? You got Chipotle, you've got other fast casual restaurants where you could probably spend between eight and $15 on lunch every single day. Nah, I went to the gym, right? I want to go get my workout on. That's what I did for lunch. 15 bucks a month for my gym membership instead of $15 a day for a sandwich. But a lot of restaurants are still trying to recover. I don't know if they ever will. And now you're telling me that I have to gut the entire kitchen. I got to spend probably 30 thousand dollars i'm just guessing maybe thirty thousand dollars on all these new appliances that i do not have money for right now because you are taking away a freedom of just choosing if i want gas or electric this is just it's disgusting right disruption creates opportunities to sell more products they just rule by chaos when we jump through hoops we get separated from our dollars our dollars, our dollars, which we just talked about on yesterday's episode about how there's $34 trillion of debt. Just gets worse and worse by the day. But you know what's not getting worse by the day? McDonald's. No, it probably is. In fact, this weekend, my wife, um, I was bringing my kids home from their grandparents' house and she's like, you know what I'm craving? I'm craving a Big Mac. And I was like, what? Did you just say a Big Mac? Are you for real? She's like, yeah, I want a Big Mac. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I went to McDonald's for the first time uh, yesterday in years. I didn't eat any. But yeah, I just thought that was funny. We got a sell signal on McDonald's on January 10th in Outlier. So if you are an owner of, of McDonald's, now may be the time to take your profits and wait for the next buy signal. In fact, if you've been following these signal returns, you've seen a 90.27% signal return using outlier so that is astronomical if you want to get your hands on some of these astronomical returns head to ovtlyrdeal.com to get a lifetime access to outlier right now for just one low price so let's take a look at what the internet has to say about this right oh we're switching gears 17 retired military officials raise alarms on biden's electric vehicle push right we're going to push for electric stoves we're going to push for electric cars and uh apparently right now especially with this cold weather out there. If you don't know how to drive an electric car, 
I don't know if you should be buying an electric car. That's as a Tesla owner, that's really what I got to say. If you don't know how to drive the electric car, if you don't know how to refuel that electric car, you probably should not be getting into one. But it only takes about 15 minutes of YouTube videos to figure out exactly what to do. So it should be all right, right? Many, many evidences show electric cars are not so green. Yeah, that's nuts. Just in government subsidies for electric vehicles, let the free market decide what cars we drive. Hey, you know what I'm excited about? It's that $7,500 tax rebate that I'm going to get later this year. Uh, we are already planning a, uh, a little vacation to celebrate buying a Tesla, right? The electric vehicle agenda is unsustainable and not viable. Now, you can replace all this with the electric conversion in all these kitchens here. And I think all of that would still hold true. Elon, in my opinion, is... The smartest man in the world, clearly. And when he continues to say that electric vehicles are the future, he knows a lot more than I do. But I also am wondering, is there, because of these all these negative articles on EVs lately, where just a couple years ago it was uh, like EVs are the greatest everything. It makes me wonder if big oil is having an impact out there. I wonder if big oil is starting to, to realize um, that the Tesla Model Y and Model S are the number one and two best-selling cars in America. And if they don't do something about this, if they don't persuade consumers to stop buying these cars, there's no longer going to be a big oil. I don't know. But I do know one thing. YouTube thinks you're going to love one of these two videos, so be sure to click one of these to watch more. And thank you so much for tuning in to today's Outlier Live. We'll see you on the next episode.